0: How's it going everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal.
1: Dude, have you come down from the high? Oof. No, I, like, I
0: don't know. I don't know if you could tell. Voice is a little it's a little sore right now. I'm oh tired. And it should be. I'm yeah. uh I, I'm I'm I, I don't know. I don't and know. Tell I don't the pe- know. Tell the, I
1: pe- tell the people why we're on a high, why you have no yeah. voice, why you're exhausted.
0: I mean, what did we if, if you night? didn't see, if you didn't see um, just the most incredible college basketball game, uh, one of the biggest upsets uh, you'll just, you'll, you'll ever see. Uh, UCF <laughs> takes down Kansas um, in it's first ever home big 12 game. Number three ranked Kansas after number one and number two goes down the mm-hmm. day before uh just just an incredible experience an incredible game obviously being a part uh behind the bench you know all the you know managers all the work that we put in just to see a moment like that is just really unbelievable uh, and yeah. and just a shout out to the guys and and the whole team for for really just believing and and pulling that one off and and playing really uh, a really good team that they were able to shut down with just incredible defense and it it was unbelievable
1: yeah it was you know, in, in my fifty almost three years of life, I've been to a lot of sporting events. This is easily in the top five sporting events I've yeah. ever seen.
0: I mean, you just, know, just it it it's, awesome. it's it's you know, obviously it's it's amazing the atmosphere that you see, uh, where you have ten thousand people in a college arena uh, and the mm-hmm. student sections packed and you have a such a storied program such as Kansas come in and your first game as you know, UCF is is trying to build that program to become mm-hmm. a, a team that can compete in the Big 12. You know, we saw right. a football team that had its ups and downs in year one, is expected to be better in year two. Uh, we were picked last to last, to, yes. to finish last in the Big 12 this year, and you mm-hmm. go and beat Kansas in your second game and first ever home game, that's incredible, awesome. and it was just really, uh, you know, words can't really describe the experience. The 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 st- yep. Storm the court, that's the first one I've seen be, uh, since being a part of the team Uh, We were my freshman year. There was one where we played Houston down the wire. They were number two in the country and we weren't able to pull that one off. And it was sucked because we talked about court storming what we would do in that scenario. And then you don't get to do it. (laughs) Then the court storming (laughs) scenario gets brought up about, you know, protecting players and and getting the locker room and, you know, not celebrating with the fans. And and you like, shoot, I like I want to I want to experience that. And then obviously they close it out and just unbelievable there. So, yeah. Uh, had a great day had a great experience great night and then you know it's 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 college basketball you win one game that's great but bigger things are ahead back to practice this morning and and the guys are ready just to turn it back around and focus on on their next game
1: I mean what what people don't understand is that we were down by 16 in the first half right and for us to come back and the the athleticism and the defensive play uh especially yeah. CJ Walker and and Ibrahim Ibrahim uh, uh Diallo you know, it just—it was an incredible experience. I—I mm-hmm. I, I felt so much pride watching you get to experience it the way you, for all the hard work that you've put in the last three years and all the managers have put in. I, I just—I right. loved it. I loved—I loved Johnny Dawkins, who literally—I mean, you don't get any emotion. It's Bill <laughs> Belichick, you know, like in college basketball. Yeah. And he is going bonkers. It goes all over social media today. He's, and he's like, his eyes are bugging out. He's screaming. He's like, "Let's go!" You know, he's went, just, oh, you know, he's
0: all about winning. So when you win, he'll his emotion will come out. Don't worry. Like you'll well, you will I'm representing it, baby. You see it. Yeah, just just amazing. I mean, just the, the the players just absolutely to really to get really. Emb- we all were embarrassed after game one. Uh, after losing, we lost by 25. The K State got punched in the mouth. It's just absolutely embarrassing. And then to have to come back on a short turnaround three days and play the number three team in the country, and the preparation was great. The guy's just really professional in it and just turning around and focusing on the next game and saying, yeah, we have a good, we have talent. We have a good enough team to compete with really anyone in the country. We're not a team that loses by 25. Uh, well, it to, doesn't get any know, easier, get man. We got,
1: we got number 17 BYU coming Saturday.
0: Yeah, so, so just just an incredible experience. If you, you know, I'm sure everyone saw it. I mean, ESPN posted it all over college uh, college basketball, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, that's that's college basketball, and that's why college basketball is the best because yeah, any, any given night, anybody can beat anybody. So yep. amazing stuff there. We have a lot to talk about on today's episode, though, uh, within, you know, we're getting to the NFL playoffs, and that's, that's not all. I mean, we were really trying to get to this episode and focus on NFL playoffs and, and give some deep dives and some previews. But we got coaching hires we got, or coaching fires, fires. Uh, that were that we're looking at Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, both stepping down. Uh, Nick Saban retiring, Bill Belichick looking to move on to another team. I mean, those are just two things that we've never would think we'd ever see. And now we're getting to that that point. So it's just incredible Carroll. there. Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll you know, just I mean- the end of an era for several teams there. So we'll talk about those. Job openings and see maybe, you know, what's next for those coaches and what's next for those teams that are moving yep. on. And then we will get to the NFL playoffs there. A lot to talk about, a lot to make our predictions in the wild card round. So let's get into it. Let's run it. Let's start with some of these news pieces that are that really came out yesterday. I mean, yesterday was just an unbelievable yep. news day leading up to that Kansas game. I'm getting alerts on my phone, trying to focus on the game. But, you know, we, we I, it really kicked off with. With Pete Carroll earlier that day, Pete Carroll, you know, not a firing, but basically a mutual parting ways of he's going to step down as head coach. They're going to move on to, you know, a new era, and he's going to join the front office in a sort of advisory role, uh, which we've seen other coaches do in other sports and and football. Nothing new there, but definitely was coming. I didn't think it was going to be this year. I mean, you saw Pete Carroll, several games, uh, you know, that, that Seattle won, I remember when their big win over Philly, he was in the locker room just going crazy and stuff. And the players just look like that. That
1: guy has more energy at 70 than we do And he said in his
0: press conference that it wasn't an age thing. It wasn't an energy thing. He still loves to do it. So Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what that means or if this was brought to by the front office saying, we don't want to do you wrong, but we feel we need to move on into another direction. You know what
1: this is. You know exactly what this is. You don't want to say it. Because it pains both of us to say it out loud.
0: What they want? They want to go after Dan Quinn. Is they that want is that it? Dan
1: Quinn, a hundred percent. Dan Quinn. Listen, I, I want to be. I, you know, up until today, I thought there was a slight chance that hey, you know, maybe the other positions will want someone younger or this or this hot OC. You know, especially with the the jobs that are out there this job scares the crap out of me that it was specifically done because they want their chance to get Dan Quinn before this thing doesn't get, before they don't get a chance.
0: I think there's a lot of unknowns with Dan Quinn on his own team right now. I think this playoff run has a lot to do with Dan Quinn, you know, possibly does he, I don't believe he'll stay another year as defensive coordinator, but possibly getting offered the job as head coach for the Cowboys. I mean, I don't think that's out of the question. The only way
1: that Mike McCarthy will be fired
0: is if he loses this week to Green Bay
1: and the offense can't put up any points. That is not going to happen.
0: I understand, but I'm saying there is a lot of unknown for just, you know, to do that already and, and move on from Pete Carroll. Um, And there's also a lot of other teams that are going to want him And Seattle's not exactly this most desirable job, you know, out there. There's other teams that are going to, it's not terrible, but there's other teams that are going to go out there and they're going to give a strong pitch for him. So Lots of risk for one guy, but I understand they need to move on and and get, you know, to a new, maybe younger guy.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you want to talk about a year where the openings have a plethora of phenomenal, (laughs) distinguished uh, coaching uh, considerations. I've never seen anything like it. It, It's going to be insane.
0: And we had this morning, actually uh we'll we'll talk about saving after but this morning Mm -hmm. basically the same thing happened a mutual parting ways with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots this was expected a lot of rumors back and forth which is why I said I wanted to wait till Bill Belichick said it himself and he said it himself this morning in a press conference yeah this was gonna be it and he still wants to coach that's the asterisk you have to put next to this isn't a retirement it's not a you know he's gonna end his career here he still wants to coach he has he's chasing a record right now and and he's, he has a couple more years of needing a, a lot of wins to do that. So he, you, you see the two teams as interested is Atlanta and the, the, the chargers. I, 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 I just, it, it, it doesn't even make sense to me to speculate about Bill Belichick coaching another team because in my, in my lifetime, uh, I haven't seen that.
1: No, you haven't. Cause he's been there for 24 years, you know, He's twenty-seven wins away from having the all-time record for regular season victories. He's fifteen away from winning or being tops in uh, regular season plus playoffs. So, I mean, he's he's chasing George Halas, right? You know, and and obviously there is no doubt that he wants that record, right? Because at age seventy, whatever he is, you know, this guy has been a coach for fifty years. He's been in the NFL in some capacity it's for crazy. fifty years. He is not retiring and going like Nick Saban to go play with his grandkids. He wants that record. Now, do you go and stay with New England and and rebuild this thing from a disaster that it is because he ain't getting that in three years, right? I mean, it's going to take him three years to break this record. Yep. Two, if Easily. he goes bonkers, I mean, but, right. but, but but probably three. Three. You yeah. got to go. You got to go to a place that's going to win double digit games. You know, and right now, you're absolutely right. That's probably LA or Atlanta in terms of the jobs that are currently open. You know, if Dallas opened, if Philly opened, you know, those could be some other things thrown in the mix. He's not going to Seattle. He's not going to Carolina. He's not going to the
0: Commanders.
1: No, he's not going to the Commanders because the Commanders are a front office mess, you know, and, you know, and he doesn't want to rebuild that team either. So, I look, I just. He's going to be a coach next year,
0: but his, mm-hmm. his
1: his options are a little limited.
0: Yeah, so it'll be very, very interesting. And also, do we maybe see a surprise job open because of him being available? Is another team going to jump on that and maybe part ways with their coach or something unexpected? That's also yeah. to be seen.
1: You know, the, the interesting thing today all over sports talk radio has been this whole notion. Of course, now Tom Brady's name comes back up and says, you know, it is. Is Bill Belichick's legacy tainted because he couldn't win without Tom Brady? You know, and and I'm I'm completely in the absolutely not. I don't I mean, think the guy so. The- I I don't
0: I I think I I I don't think so. And I never I never you know even thought that once because mm-hmm. you could say that maybe his legacy was overachieved or or maybe his you know his records were overachieved because he was given such a talent in Brady. I don't think that's unfair to say. But you have to look at the team. He was was a
1: six he was a six-round draft pick that nobody wanted. Right. And he and he brought him in and developed him into the guy he was.
0: Right. So so. I I think the tandem was was you know, was both of them achieving success. However, look at the team he was given after Brady. I mean, what coach was winning with Mac Jones and and that team. Like he the fact that he brought Mac Jones to the playoffs his rookie year. Right. I think says enough. That might be a Super Bowl on its own. I mean, that te- these, yeah. these teams were aging. They were bad, bad quarterback uh, play. I, I, I don't know what he was supposed to do. I, I don't think, I think that.
1: The, I think the narrative is that Bill Belichick, the GM, probably failed. Bill Belichick, the coach, doesn't deserve a notch down on anything.
0: Nah. I mean, this is the greatest coach in NFL history. I don't think we need to yeah. be you know, making any pointless arguments about it. Yeah. Was his, is his legacy tainted or not.
1: Who, who takes the Patriots job? Is it Mayo, Gerard Mayo? Is it Mike Vrabel? Or are I, I they going outside the Patriots? I think I saw innovation?
0: something about Mayo is not going to be uh, is not going to be in contention for the job. I think this is Vrabel's job. Uh, it, it matches up to you would to, think, to, right? To, to the stars aligned too well. I mean, uh, right? I, I believe that it is Vrabel's chance to go to New England, and he'll have an opportunity. It's going to take probably several years, but to reestablish, a, you know, some sort of winning culture there, because this team right now is I don't think is going to be good for maybe a couple of years now, unless they hit on a quarterback and well, he's able to keep that culture to, there of that, that defensive culture. But this team's sure. roster needs a lot of work.
1: It does, but they have the number three pick. So they're going to get either Drake yep. May or Jaden Daniels. So that's going to get you a, a big head start. Right. Your defense with Judon and everybody coming back from injury, they were top, you know, half of the league, top 10 in some categories. You put those guys back. I mean, it's not inconceivable to say New England can't be a pretty OK team, you know, in the near future. I don't think it's like, oh, my God, it's Carolina, you know, but I, saying,
0: I, it's not Carolina, but it's bad. It's a bad roster. Vrabel it's, it's has very won bad. with some of the
1: worst quarterbacks on the planet. Yeah. Tannehill, Cunningham. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of the other pieces of work that that, that have played for that team. I mean, he's done an amazing job with very little quarterback talent. So, yep. you know, for me, I, I think he's by far the guy you, you sign tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I, it definitely makes a lot of sense for the Patriots there. And then before the Kansas game, I look at my phone and everyone looks at the same time, buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> Everyone's packing in the stadium and Nick Saban retires. I mean, that, came that, out of that nowhere was nowhere for me. Out of nowhere. I and and you gotta think of Saban, obviously the greatest college coach of all time, just a winner, Alabama, the dynasty that they've had for the last two decades. And you you just couldn't help but think first thing that came into my head, he goes out a loser. I, that just <laughs> doesn't that doesn't add up in my head that Nick Saban would go out on a year that he didn't win the national championship. And it just surprised me. I know he's getting up there, and I know he's done everything, you know, to cement his legacy as best, you know, college football coach of all time. But it just it surprised me a lot that his last play uh, was that quarterback draw that that obviously <laughs> didn't work. But well, what a what a you, career for for Saban.
1: You know, it's amazing. You know, he he took over a program that was in shambles. You know, he yep. he brought him back to the. The, the pinnacle of college football you know his his championships are, are are untouchable it's interesting though do you know he's seventh all time in wins for yeah i mean i coaches? believe
0: it yeah i believe if, it because you got to think of all the uh you know older Joe coaches who, who
1: coached for 40 years and you know right. bobby bowden who coached for 36 years right. I'm sure and sure what know, bear
0: brian is, is up there is up, i mean yep. yeah those are records that just you know, in yeah, in today's age of, of competitiveness, it's yeah, it's not going to yeah. be broken.
1: I, I just find it hysterical, like in the world of the transfer portal and everything else. I mean, Alabama has a phenomenal class coming in. You know, they have, you know, Jalen Melrose coming back. They have a ton of talent. They're preseason top five next year in the pre, you know, really early, too early to tell, you know, polls. And he leaves to go play with his grandkids, which is fine. But now... Today, they're, t- they're, they're, they're number two in the country offensive oh, and yeah. just flipped to Florida this is gonna
0: This is going to be a thing throughout the week of, of guys flipping. Yeah. I mean, this is what happens when any head coach retires or leaves for another program. And now we're talking about Nick Saban, who is one of the best, if not the best recruiter of all time. Uh, all these guys are going to flip to different yeah. schools.
1: Well, we, my, my fraternity brothers and I argued this all last night about how great the Alabama job is. And I consistently was like, guys, you're out of your mind. This is a top five job in all sports combined. Yeah, not just absolutely. top of football. And, and we're,
0: we're, look, you're gonna have to do work on the on the recruitment and the work on the transfer, but think about the money they have in a, in the day of NIL. Think about the boosters. Think about the legacy the of playing for Alabama, the fans, the culture there. This yep. I agree with you is a top five job if the right person takes it. Now, who is that? I am sitting here and I have no idea. I... You look at look. First of all, I'll say this: I Cut. I look at Dabo Sweeney as being that number one guy at the odds and everyone's you know the connections with him being you can't do there. It. I can't I, do it. Have you not seen what Dabo Sweeney's done after not having the best roster in all of college uh, football? Like. They've well, been a a a a, a five hundred team in the ACC. Like I don't think he's all that.
1: Well, you you have two things that Dabo Sweeney doesn't believe in, and that is recruiting and transfer right. or NIL. The, the, he hasn't evolved in the new era. I mean, yeah, Nick Saban I, evolved faster than anybody, very fast. You know? And 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 Dabo continues to go against the norm here. And you know what? Listen, I know he's a legacy. I know he, you know, he he played for a national championship with Alabama. It's his alma mater, you know, so it makes all the sense in the world that he'd want to come home and and go to the SEC. I just don't understand why Alabama would want him either. I really don't.
0: I, I don't know. I, it's I it, I don't think it's going to happen. And what it, I even I don't, don't think is going to happen even more is I think Mike Norvell was on the list as well yeah. as like two or three i i don't i don't think he would leave his situation in florida state even if it's for alabama i think he's pretty settled it, there after what they did this year they should continue to be a good program i don't know yeah. i i just i look at this job and i go it's i like it it's it attracts it's attractive mm-hmm. i don't know who's gonna coach there i have i have no nothing for.
1: well it. here's a funny thing like when this came out the first person i thought of was dan lanning right yeah and I'm, like everybody else i mean you you he, he was an assistant for Nick Saban. He was a defensive coordinator for, uh, you know, uh, Georgia. He knows the SEC. He's young. He's he's just a brilliant up-and-coming coach. And he shut that down today. Yeah, very quick. Very quick. He's like, he put out a video saying, I'm not going anywhere. I'll be in Eugene until they don't want me here anymore. Right. So, I mean, he he led the gauntlet down. So, I mean, where are we looking at? Sarkeesian? Uh, you know who who coached in Alabama under Saban? Are we looking at Lane Kiffin who coached under? Oh God, they take Lane Kiffin. Uh, I mean, you, you look at the college I landscape. Could, uh, you know who I'd love to see? I'd love to see Kevin uh, DeBoer. You know from Washington. You right. know, I thought he that ma- a that one I make
0: that makes sense. Yeah, that definitely yeah. is one I that, that, that I could coach. see. But yeah, what I about what, what about the any chance of Bill Belichick? I mean, I see that one kind of float around. I, I, I don't mean, really look, see him going to, look, to their college. best friends.
1: He's not going to go and take over for his best friend. Like it's right. just not going to happen. And he doesn't want to sit there and recruit and do that crap. Yeah. So this is not a an old man's game. This is going to be a young man's game. You know, it, Vrabel's not going to go there. The only place Vrabel would go in college would be back to Ohio State. So I mean there there's just it's interesting. Like, are you going to see maybe a really hot name in you know maybe the the, the nfl offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator yeah. ranks like you know could you see a, like a kellen moore or somebody like i'm not saying right. kellen moore but like somebody jo- like, josh mcdaniels
0: you sure, know josh after, mcdaniel
1: like, uh or or ben johnson like could those things right. happen
0: you know a lot of there. there's a you know, lot of so possibilities there's a lot of possibilities
1: there is you know but it is it is going to be highly coveted you know yeah. for the you know for that job so I, I, it was an amazing day to think about all these like Mount Rushmore
0: coaching legends
1: the, all leave at the same time. Look,
0: if you look at it, the Patriots dynasty is over. The Alabama dynasty of Saban is probably, you know, I'm saying, oh, well, the Saban dynasty is over. Sure. And look at all the Warriors drama that's going on. They're looking to trade everybody right now. The Warriors yep. dynasty may be over. So my whole childhood is just over. Do you know what that means? That means it's time for the Cowboys. Yeah. Time to reenact the <laughs> Cowboys. Dynasty. The Cowboys turn into the Patriots for the next uh, oh, 20 God. years. Please. Can you add,
1: can you throw in the New York Rangers so we can
0: really be happy? Yeah, that'd be great. That <laughs> would be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> some, some other news is you had Marvin Harrison Jr. Declare for the no draft. Shot. You had Quinn Ewers not declare for the draft. Those were pretty too guaranteed uh, there. And Marvin Harrison it, looks. What
1: does that do to Arch Manning though? Right. I mean, well,
0: Arch Manning, it's, it's, it's interesting because he talked about it a little about he doesn't want to enter the transfer portal, but I, I just can't see the number one recruit in all of football. This guy who's supposed to be, to be the next one and has an incredible talent to sit for two years. I, two years. That doesn't very I mean, really making, much really happen.
1: He got $3.2 in NIL money, so it's not like he's sitting right. there I, too upset about it.
0: But I also believe this guy has aspirations to be a number one pick one day and I play in the see. NFL. So. I, you know, Quinn Ewers is going to be the starter there next year. I don't anticipate him coming back, and they wouldn't no. start him. 100%. So Ar- Arch Manning could be a late transfer portal enter as well, and that would be a highly talented, uh, mm-hmm. highly, highly touted QB transfer for sure for a lot of teams.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. You know, I, and it's, uh, you know, it's just interesting. I mean, with the transfer portal, it just makes everything more interesting. Much
0: more interesting. And you know, I
1: didn't, even, I didn't even realize that DJ Ugalelli went to Florida State. Yeah, to Florida I mean, State, like but it's, that was like hidden underneath a million other stories going on.
0: Yeah, and it, it's just there's a lot of good with it, and there's a lot of bad. I love the transfer portal for it. It, it makes it 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 makes it more competitive, and it doesn't. It, it makes it so that you can. You know, if you didn't have the best recruitment or you had a recruit that you had that flipped, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you just and it doesn't end your next season. Right. There's Correct. always opportunity to go get more guys. I understand money's different at different schools and it does create unfairness there. But I right. just I like looking at it as, OK, you know, your quarterbacks graduating, your quarterbacks going to the draft. Maybe you didn't have the best recruitment last year. You don't have a guy under. You can go get a guy. And right. you're right back there the next Redou- year. I Redou- like that about it. Yeah.
1: See, I, I think we're, we have to disseminate between what we don't like about NIL and what we love about the transfer portal. Right. right. If it wasn't about the money, yes. then the transfer portal would be phenomenal. But mm-hmm. you tie in the dirty money and then it becomes
0: too messy. Correct. So can't, yeah. all, all good things can't be that good, <laughs> I guess. No, Well, it is what it is. Oof, that's a lot. A lot what? of news coming lot. in. And that's the problem. You get to NFL playoffs, and all these other teams in the NFL are firing and hiring coaches. <laughs> and we got you know the college off season starting already, and there's a bunch of news out there, and the draft's upcoming. So that is that's everything we have for you on that. Let's get to our wild card predictions and go to the NFL playoffs. Like we said, we're gonna go week by week, and we're going to make our picks here. Our Super Bowl picks preseason are already in, so we both have. No bias, obviously. The Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Um, yep. And mine would be against the Chiefs. Probably wouldn't pick that exactly now if I did, but guys, stick to it. Yours was against the Bengals. That isn't going to happen. But we're alive for the Cowboys to possibly win a Super Bowl.
1: Or we could just change it as we go right now.
0: We could. But we could. let's go wild card round and make our picks could. for this weekend. We go Saturday games. Browns-Texans kicks us off. Shroud's first playoff game at home. The Browns are favored by two. This game is a rematch of a couple weeks ago where the Browns had the edge. No Stroud for the Texans, but the Browns really dominated. And since Joe Flacco has come in, it has went from the best defense in the league with an offense that they're going to have to carry every game to an offense that's now thrown for over 300 yards every time Joe Flacco's come in. So it's a very lethal duo. And if Joe Flacco continues to play like that, and you you gave Amari Cooper a chance to get healthy. He's been amazing this season. Njoku has just been on another level since Flacco's come in. And, you know, their offensive line plays the way it does. You know, I I see the Browns being a little too much for Stroud in his first playoff game. I love Stroud. I am wishing the best for this guy. Nothing would make me happier than an AFC Championship run for Stroud in his rookie year. I would love to see that. But I believe the way the Browns are playing this year, the way they've played against top talent, is going to be too much. Their defense is swarming. They have the best pressure rate in the entire NFL. You know, Miles Garrett getting healthy. He hasn't had a a big game in a couple of weeks look for him to just dominate on the edge there. Um and and I believe it's going to take an unbelievable, you know, performance from a rookie quarterback in his first game. And and and, and to be honest, the Texans having a home playoff game doesn't mean much to me. It's not a crazy atmosphere this isn't a, a, a you know a hostile environment so if I'm going to take a you know on the road not upset but on the road you know in a playoff game team I'm taking the Browns in this one so I'm, I'm going to take it.
1: you know it's it's not a hostile arena but it's home it's in a dome they're not playing in the dog pound they're yep. not playing in two degree weather weather won't be an issue. And you know what? I don't believe this is going to be too big a moment for CJ Shroud. I, I I love the way he played last week. You know, and I just really feel like with, with news that Denzel Ward got hurt in practice. I did today, see that.
0: That is a big, you know, big and injury. And he
1: might not play now. You know, so that's huge. You know, Nico Collins could have a monster game against this Cleveland, you know, secondary. You know, it, both these teams are more evenly matched than the records show. They both have about around the same offensive production, about the same defensive production in terms of point score allowed. You know, so it's, they don't have the sacks that, you know, the, that Garrett has. They don't have the pressure rate that Garrett has. But, you know, the Ben don't break defense and the way that Will Anderson and a couple of the players are playing recently, you know, gives me a little hope. I, I'm actually going to take a wow. crazy upset and say that okay. the
0: Houston Texans win okay. a playoff game. Wow, that's a big that's a big take. I mean, I understand they're at home. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be much closer than that that game a couple of weeks ago. And and I anticipate you know both teams making plays there. But I believe the Browns' defense at the end of the day gets the best of of the Texans.
1: It, it might, but you know what, Joe Flacco for throwing 323 yards on average per game since he's been there has also, it, like, thrown eight interceptions. He has, he you know, like He he's gives the ball it. to the other team, and I promise you, he will give the ball to Houston at least one or two times in this game. I'm right. not taking your advice and betting a parlay where there's Joe Flacco and yeah, no don't, interceptions. Don't
0: take that in this game. No. Do not. No. But take a Njoku no. touchdown because he's been on fire. So
1: He has been on fire.
0: All right. We go one game and one disagreement already. It, but, nothing but, changes wait, wait. in the playoffs. Well,
1: one thing, though, I love the over love the over how is he over 44 and a half i, I don't get that at all this should this yep. over should be 48 and a half 49 all
0: right we go to saturday night why is there a playoff game on peacock i mean what are we doing here what is this does the nfl not make enough money what is this money grab uh let's get games grab, on live baby. tv this is ridiculous dolphins hey, chiefs it's a free stream
1: so that they can give you peacock commercials every time the ball yeah is and stopped. guess what
0: i don't want to buy and make a Peacock subscription just for one game. You don't have to buy it, you just have to download it and you already have it. So, stop stop complaining? Whatever. Dolphins Chiefs. <laughs> the game is going to be very cold, apparently. Very. Uh cold, very cold. Man. Uh this is going to be they one of the coldest, degrees, coldest playoff games in chill? history. Yeah, -2, minus -4 minus degrees, probably -10 with the wind chill. Uh the Dolphins not historically good uh in in games that cold. Uh not good. Tua is zero and ten in games under forty degrees. This is going to be in the negative degrees. Chiefs are minus four and a half. It's really the storyline of two teams that we ha- we thought were contenders, had Super Bowl aspirations in the beginning of the year. That are one is decimated, and the other is just not as good as we thought. And I don't think either of these two teams are are going to make it to an AFC Championship outside of this. But one team is going to have to win this game. And if you're telling me all of these statistics line up to where the Chiefs at home are under Mahomes and Kelsey are very good. They have mm-hmm. an extreme old field advantage at Arrowhead. They're better in the, you know, have the advantage in the cold weather. Uh, the, 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 the dolphins are missing a ton of people on the oh. defensive end. Uh, we know Tyreek is probably still not a hundred percent healthy. Uh, Jalen Waddle isn't healthy. Mostert is isn't healthy. Even if all those guys play, you know, they have needed a lot of a lot of pieces to make Tua feel comfortable and to win football games so I am going to take the Chiefs in this one I've had the Chiefs ever since the matchup came out really no matter about uh the 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 weather and all that just because the Chiefs at home playoff experience I I I really do believe Mahomes comes out of this not playing very well this season and has a good performance in the playoffs uh they're it's going to be interesting seeing Kad- Kadarius, Tony, and Valdez-Scanling try to catch in negative two-degree weather, but they're going to have to, man. Someone's got to step up, uh, and maybe you'll even see Kelsey go over, I'm not saying 100, I'm saying 70 yards receiving.
1: Well, one of those things has to happen for them to win this game, right? You can't win this game 3 nothing. So, oh. you know, the, the wide receivers have got to do their job. I mean, you cannot just have Rasheed Rice carry this team, and then Pacheco run the ball, right? I mean, Kelsey, come on, it's time, buddy. You got rest last week. You decided to take one for the team and not go for your eighth one thousand yard, you know, season with sixteen more yards. You took the week off to rest up, to get healthy, get your mind right. He needs to get his mind right. And you know, the other thing is, is that look, the, the Kansas City defense, for all that we have admonished the. The offense has played well all year it's been
0: yeah it's been yeah. their better half yes
1: yeah so you know it's a different Chiefs team but it's I agree with you this is not where the Dolphins want to play you know I mean Tyreek is going home to KC and he, he like he might be okay with the whole cold weather he's been there before but you know I, I'll tell you this per- personally I, I grew up in New York 30 years I've been down here 20 years in Florida it's under 70 degrees and I am bitter cold. The <laughs> blood thins. You get bitter cold. It's been like 50 here different. lately. Dude, today I was freezing. I mean, I'm in my, my warmest UCF sweatshirt today because I'm freezing. Two degrees? They're going to want to cry and go No, Oh, home. no, not
0: two. Negative two. Okay.
1: Not two. It, even if it was two, <laughs> this is not where the – Listen, the Dolphins didn't want to play Buffalo two weeks in a row, but I guarantee you if they rethought this, they would have said, you know what? I would rather play in 70 degrees and have Buffalo come back home.
0: Yep. That is, uh, they definitely would have changed the outcome of that game if they could. Too
1: many injuries, right? No pass rush, too many injuries. Xavier Howard, not good. So that gives another, you know, it puts all the pressure on Jalen Ramsey to, you know, to cover too many people, you know, and and other than the fact that, you know, that HN can run the ball, you know, without Mostert, I, feel a hundred percent without hill and waddle a hundred percent i just i don't like i don't like the chances
0: all right all right so we'll both go chiefs there on saturday night sunday games we have steelers bills to start it off uh this one will be uh somewhat cold as well uh it will go with 25 degrees so a little warmer <laughs> than kc but frigid Bobby. buffalo wins at 30 40 miles an hour gusts it's going to be an ugly one here yep. uh, a lot of ground and pound football luckily the Steelers the have under? found their run game. Did you see the over under? Yeah, thirty five and a half. And a half. I still like these teams to score. I mean, sure. The Steelers' offense has been has been good enough with uh, uh with with Rudolph nice in there, move. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren have been running the ball very very effectively. Um, and the out uh, the out Pickens coming out. I don't. Know, I I just believe Pittsburgh's gonna put up a fight. They're going to yes. put up a couple touchdowns in this one. The Bills aren't Agreed. exactly a master class defensively. Um, and I like the Bills to still win. I don't like the minus 10, though. I think no. the Steelers come to play in this one um, and they keep it somewhat close in a game and they're able to score. Uh, but I like the Bills um, because Josh Allen has been an X factor. And yes, he's going to make mistakes and he may turn the ball over in this one. But TJ Watt not being out, he, he's going to have time in the pocket. I like him to be have more good plays than bad, which he's done. You know, still did in that Miami game to get them to the win uh, and to win in this one. I'm going to take that over. I like that a lot. But, yeah, yeah, I do think 10 points is a lot, especially in a playoff game. Steelers are not going to just go out sad, but Buffalo wins at home.
1: I don't want to touch the spray with a 10-foot pole, candidly, because I could see Buffalo winning by 14. But I love the over. You know, I mean Buffalo is not, is not shutting Pittsburgh out. Like you said, Najee Harris over the last three weeks has looked like the Najee Harris that I predicted this year, you know, to be a top 10 running back. Jalen Warren's been great. Mason Rudolph is moving the ball down the field and getting it into Deontay Johnson's hands, getting it into Pickens' hands, getting it into Friamu's hands. You know, there's weapons on this team, and I can see the Steelers putting up 14, 17 points. I could see the Bills putting up twenty-eight to thirty-one. Yeah, you know, so I I love the over. I I think it's my my play of the week, but yeah. I, I don't I don't I I I don't have a strong enough conviction to say that Pittsburgh can hold out or, or, or hold uh, hold in there or hang in there as well as you think they can. My biggest thing is: are we going to see the Bills of the first half of the Miami game or the right. Bills of the second half? Yeah, because the Bills of the second half. Could make this very uncomfortable for Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, and and it, it comes down to Allen. If Allen is on and Allen makes special plays and utilizes his legs and does not turn the ball over, yeah, they could get away from this game and their offense is much more. Uh, it, it's much more efficient. It, it requires yeah. less plays to go down. They have more explosive plays and yeah. give the that ball could definitely code. get out of hand.
1: Yeah, the other thing is, is that in the second half of that Miami game, I mean, the first half of the Miami game, they were running all over them. All over them. Jeff Wilson and Devon Agent were running at will. The second yep. half, they ran for like eight yards combined. Crazy. You know, so again, which Bills team on both sides of the ball shows up? And I think under their home crowd, you're going to get a little bit more of the second half right. Bills and you're going to
0: get a Again, hostile environment, it definitely creates an advantage there. Yes. Uh, talk about advantage. For the home team, Dallas Cowboys against the Green Bay Packers, uh, 16 wins in a row uh, for it's the Dallas problem. Cowboys at home. They're favored by seven. That's the second biggest spread of the week after that Bills-Steelers uh, game. Favored by seven going to this one. The Packers are hot. The Cowboys are hot. Um, and you're crazy to say this. I, I if, if you told me the Cowboys and the Packers were playing in, in the wildcard weekend, I would have said... That doesn't shock me. You know what does shock me? These are the two best quarterbacks in the NFC this season. And, yeah. That is the most insane thing that well, you could say. Besides
1: Brock Purdy. I mean, let's not forget about him. I, know, I,
0: Matthew Stafford, I, I, I understand, but I, I get Brock Goff. Purdy. Like, you're, you're,
1: you're, listen, no, I don't know, no, no, putting... but
0: look at the numbers. Look at look at the season that Dak had. Look at the touch t- he finished first in touchdowns. Yeah. Jordan Love finished second. Uh, look what Jordan Love's working with when, uh, you know, you see what what Purdy's working with. Like, I'm mm. going to give credit where credit is due. Based on the numbers, you know, yep. Jordan Love willed a team that probably shouldn't have won nine games to a nine and eight uh, okay. playoff
1: I, I agree with you. I agree with you in the sense that the last eight games, Jordan Love played absolutely amazing. He
0: did. And he did. It, going into this game, you know, you look at at the two quarterbacks. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be about which defense steps up. The Cowboys.
1: Which one do you have more confidence in, right. buddy?
0: The Cowboys have been that defense, but at certain times. Situationally, they haven't been great. They've been a little bend, don't break. When the pass rush isn't there, the secondary hasn't held up, fantastic. But here's what the Cowboys do is they create special plays and they create turnovers. They led the league in turnovers. Uh Deron Bland, nine interceptions. You, you have to think that he's going to come to play. Stephon Gilmore has been great. He can get the ball as well. They force fumbles. Lewis. Jordan Lewis, awesome. Lewis is great. Parsons and Lawrence and the pass rush can force fumbles, can can change a game with one play. The Packers were last in league in interceptions uh, this year. They don't create a lot of plays. They're very reliant on their front seven. If they don't get pressure, if they don't stop the run, this game is going to be over very quickly. So it's going to come down to that front seven. They got guys. They have a lot of of guys up front that if they're yep. able to make this a you know, stop the run, force the Cowboys in the long, you know, third down situations. They'll make this a game for sure. Uh, but Dak Prescott has been a two special this year to to have a, another lackluster playoff performance. I really believe in him and what he's doing. You know, even with Jai Alexander on the other side, CeeDee Lamb's still going to be able to dominate in this one. And if you feed him the ball like they have, I think they've figured it out that they can throw him the ball 10, 11, 12 times a game. And the outcome is going to be good. Uh, right. That the Cowboys will be, okay in this one but this is going to come down to special plays uh the green bay packers offense is built on on big plays they don't have a lot of they're not very good on sustained drives you know this is a very deep shot uh, big play mentality offense and if yep. you're able to shut those down and get pressure on love the cowboys should win this one with ease i would like to see a 10 point victory a double digit win where they are able to show that they're for real on this playoff run but we all know that's not going to happen because it's a Dallas Cowboy playoff game against the Green Bay Packers, so tune in for a thriller. So
1: you know that my boy Don, our fellow Cowboy fan, is going to crucify me for this. Yep. But my second favorite line of this entire weekend is Dallas minus seven.
0: Mute your mic. Mute your mic.
1: No, I'm not muting my mic. This Green Bay defense has... 30-burger written all over it. Yes, I, 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 I think agree. They, I think, listen, I'm not calling for a, a, a blowout. I'm not calling for a 40-point win. But I truly believe that we will win by double digits. I, I just think if you can block Rashawn Gary, you'll have a wonderful day. I mean, there's just nobody else on that defense that truly scares me. You know, yeah. they, without Jair Alexander, or, or and he is very banged up. I mean, probably he can probably play, but he is very banged up. CeeDee Lamb should have a field day, right? Tony Pollard should be able to run in this game. This is not a, a explosively great rush defense. They are going to be able to throw the ball all over the field. Jake Ferguson should have a game of a lifetime. Like I just think this offense should really excel. At home,
0: my, my issue is defense. not in the offense. I agree with you, 30 points should be put up, especially at home where they're yeah. averaging 40. We're not I, giving
1: I... up 31 points to Damn. the Green Bay Packers.
0: Notice how this We're over not... under is the, the tide for the highest of the week. Like they expect this defense to give up points. And you know, it, it, again, we've seen a defense that can be dominant and force you to 10 points, and we've That's seen true. it. And if Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence play like they did against the Lions, play like they did last week, that yeah. could be the case, and they could win this by 20. But if yeah. this defense Again, Jordan Love was the least sack quarterback in the league this year. This is a, an incredibly good offensive line unit. If they're able to hold up and Jordan Love's able to throw that ball around the field and their best player who's had 100 yards in three straight games and Aaron Jones is able mm-hmm. to do his thing, they're going to keep this a game and be able to score. So this comes down to Dallas's defense. And it, mm-hmm. this, is, this is the storyline off for this game for their sure. super bowl chances. 100%, this defense 100%. has to be able to to consistently dominate, get to the quarterback and stop the run for now, you know, three straight games to get to a super bowl. So, it yep. starts with this one.
1: Well, because I think Cowboys will score 30 points and I think that Green Bay will score 17, I'll go with the under.
0: All right. So, an underplay there, but yes, both taking the Cowboys to win got to beat got to got to win the, the wild points. card to get to a divisional to get to an NFC Championship to get to lay Bowl, so. the points. Hopefully they don't disappoint there. Uh, Sunday night storybook. Sunday night football wild card weekend game in Rams Lions. Been looking at this one all week. This is going to be a movie. You know you got Stafford coming back. The fans are going to be absolutely electric there. First play uh, home playoff game in thirty years. Did you I know just... tickets we're going for? Dude, that you can't get in that building for under like eight hundred dollars. It's unreal. You can't. It's crazy. It, it, it people, people I, think are we paid,
1: I think we paid hundred dollars when we went to Detroit to see the Cowboy game. Yeah, like that, I,
0: mean, I mean, this is just, a different nuts. This is a different animal for this one. Yep. I mean, you can't. You cannot predict. You know, you, you can't even describe what the energy is going to be like for this game when that when nope. that ball is kicked off. Uh, you know, Goff or Stafford traded for each other. You know, both have these are both good teams. Uh, th- this this is going to be in my opinion a shootout I, I believe that both offenses are going to put up numbers this could be uh, wild card or playoff game of the of the decade I-, I have high hopes for this one to be an absolute show Um, I think Stafford resting him last week was smart they were able to still get the win Um, mm-hmm. and now having Puka and Cooper Cup just in this 1A 1B role where you look at that Detroit defense; they don't have anybody that's going to be able to stop those guys. And you're mm-hmm. looking at one person in particular that really can have a huge impact on if they win or lose this game, and that's Aiden Hutchinson. We're going to find out if he's the real deal or he's just another you know above-average edge rusher. We're going to see if this guy can can he's have because deal. you know Aaron Donald's going to make an impact on this game. Mm-hmm. You know he is. Can Aiden Hutchinson have an impact, a one-man wrecking crew impact to get to Stafford, to throw him off his game, to stop Kyron Williams on the ground? Who's going to step up for this defense? It has to be him. He's he's the only one that you've seen it from. So it's a lot of trust to put and a lot of pressure to put on someone in their first playoff game. He's a young player. I just believe Stafford in this offense is going to have too much success. I've talked about it all year that Dan Campbell and this defense are going to cost a really, really good team and a really good offensive uh, a playoff win. So I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to take the Rams on the road. I really like the plus three, plus three and a half. If it moves, you know, it, it's going to be a close game. I'm envisioning either Stafford getting the ball with two minutes, Goff getting the ball with two minutes, and whoever's the ball is in, that ha- in, in their hands, they're going to have a chance to go down and win it. I have a little more faith in Stafford than Goff right now. I'm taking the Rams on the road
1: your argument has one big flaw.
0: Who the hell is going to stop the Detroit defense? or right. offense? You know, I, I was, I was gearing the argument towards my pick, but yes, we can I talk see. about Detroit. Detroit's oh. offense going to put up points. I agree with you. Well, I, I love right. St. Brown, you know, the, Laporta being banged up. And if he plays, he ain't going yeah, to be hurts. anywhere near, you know, no. healthy. So that hurts, but you're, but you still have a Mont St. Brown who's going to have a game and he's going to, you know, have his, his, his catches. So, so not and only Gibbs is he gonna have, and not Montgomery, like, exactly. they, they have the offense. They're Correct. going to run the ball. They're going to play action, and they're going to score. Yes. Uh, but I believe that the Rams are going to score more. Okay,
1: I don't. I I like Detroit at home. You know, okay. I, they've been great at home all year. I think Jared Goff does not get enough, uh, ac- uh, you know, accolades for what he has done this year, especially at home. This team has a tremendous identity with Dan Campbell as long as dan campbell isn't an ass and isn't re- i want to say something that, that probably shouldn't be said uh, <laughs> Ridic- on you know, i uh, ridiculous ridiculous there yes. you go um detroit should win this game they are the more talented team up and down the roster you know yep. i agree with you I'm concerned about the DBs holding up against Puka and uh, and Cooper. You know, but you know Brian Branch is going to have to they're going to have to scheme to use their safeties to help a little right. more in in pass protection and hope that Anzalone and the rest of the linebackers can stop Kyron Williams. Right. I, just, there has to be better scheme, but I love Ben Johnson. I love this offense. You know, this offense scares me because God forbid if Detroit wins and we win, we have that rematch at our place next week, yep. you know, but it's, uh, I, I, do, I do. I just, I, I think the lions are destined to, to win a playoff game this year with the way that they have played. And I think that there's a little more hype around around the Rams than maybe that, that when we look at playoff football, they're ready yeah. to fully show. It
0: could it could be. And I just look at Sean McVay. He's going to have these guys ready, and he's going to have the scheme ready. And they're going to... to be a great the, game. It is going to be a great game. And it could yes. go either way. And I'm not sitting here with 100% confidence. I are, just are you, am taking blast, Stafford. Are you blasting the over? 51, yeah, 51 I mean, You have to. You have to in this one. I, this, this could be a...
1: 35, this could 31. be
0: a... This could be a 40 37 game. I, I'm <laughs> truly in belief of that. Like there could be scoring on every drive, and I wouldn't be surprised. Which gonna that would be f-
1: that would be so much fun. And that would be even more fun after a Dallas Cowboy win when we're sitting there having a beer in the man cave yeah,
0: watching it. I, I agree. I'm with that as well. All right. Eagles Bucks is our oh, Monday get, night we, game.
1: We get to wait till Monday for this.
0: So Monday for this one. Yeah, I mean, just You look at the Bucs and they win their division for the second straight year, and it's one of those, you know, if they win a playoff game, they'll be done the next round. If they don't, they weren't even meant to be here in the first place. They're a a good team, but, you know, this team's just not going to compete when they get to, you know, this next round. And I also believe that with the Eagles. So I I see this as an irrelevant playoff game to two, you know, just middle-of-the-tier teams that the Eagles, of course— have just fallen off and they're injured. And A.J. – I haven't heard anything – have you heard anything about A.J. Brown? They haven't said anything. I don't know how they keep these injuries under wraps. He looked like he tore his ACL, and (laughs) I don't know if he's going to play this game or not. Jalen Hurts has come out and say that he hasn't thrown a football since Sunday's game against the Giants, so that's not good at all. There's, There's too much bad going for the Eagles the coaching staff versus the players. There's a lot of tension. You know, uh, uh, Sirianni is kind of under all this pressure, especially, you know, in Philly, going from the highs of of being in the Super Bowl to this. I, I just think there's too much distraction going on, too much just not good football at all going yeah. on for Philly um, that the Bucks at home, the way Baker's playing, they got playmakers, Philly's defense is horrible. It's the worst yeah. defense in the playoffs and Yo. look at the season Mike Evans and Godwin are having, especially Godwin, I feel like was really underrated. He turned it up towards the end of the year. Baker's going to be in there. He's going to give it all he got. Uh, and and I will take the Bucks at home to end the Eagle season.
1: So my only comment is it's not irrelevant for the winner because they get to move on and have a chance next week. So, you know, it's crazy yeah, as course, this game is, I'm you know,
0: just saying it, I would take the other team. Yeah, that plays. Them. I
1: And and just to kind of make one more comment, I pray the Rams win for personal gain because how nice would it be to have to play with a of the Buccaneers?
0: That would would be fantastic. Eagles,
1: yeah. The the, the Eagles are decimated. We just made this argument about Miami having all of their best players hurt. AJ AJ Brown's going to play. His knee injury is not as serious as as first imagined. But, you know, again, it's going to hamper him, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Sidney Brown... And Reed Blankenship both got hurt in that last game. Like, these, they are decimated on the back end. They have nobody to cover anybody, right? And Mike Evans and Godwin should have no problem getting open. It's all about Baker. If you could tell me that Baker could put it on a dime to these guys like he did seven, eight weeks ago, I'm all in on the Buccaneers. But what I've seen from Baker recently,
0: especially
1: in that game against Carolina where I Mm. thought the Buccaneers were Awful. They were just awful.
0: They were bad.
1: Bad. They couldn't even score a touchdown against the lowly Carolina Panthers. (laughs) With with their season on the line, they couldn't score a touchdown. This is going to be atrocious football. You know? And I just want to get it over with, pretty much. I'm going to take... Oh, God. I I, I don't even know why. I'm going to take the Eagles. And I... Ugh! I just want to throw up in my mouth. It sucks. You know, it does suck. I just think that overall, I think the Buccaneers are frauds. I think they won a crappy division. They played seven or six games against crappy teams. You know, eight, really nine or ten games against crappy teams. You know, and ultimately, I just think they that they're going to see an early exit because other than Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I'm not impressed with anything on this team. All
0: right. So there it is. There's the wild card picks. We got two different in this three. one. Three. Justin. Three. Well, oh, yeah. Detroit, after that Houston, one, so, yeah, three different. And yeah.
1: So we'll be watching
0: those, and then also just need a Cowboys win, um, and we'll be happy no matter what after that. So yes. don't choke to the Packers again. We know they have our number. Should be a great weekend yes, but for you know the playoffs.
1: Let, 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 let's,
0: let's at least put it in perspective.
1: They had our number with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback.
0: And and if you can't beat Jordan Love, then you You don't don't deserve. deserve You don't deserve to to win Super Bowl. No,
1: you don't deserve to move on. If you can't beat Jordan, I mean, obviously we're we're saying the obvious. But if you cannot, at your own place where you've won 16 games in a row, take care of first-year starter Jordan Love with an average age of this team at 25 years old. It is the fourth youngest team in NFL history. If Gotta you take can't care of take them. care of that with eight pro bowlers, then I'm
0: done. I want to see aggression out of Mike McCarthy. Aggression. I want that, to would, see, that would make me happy. I want to see a foot on the
1: throat. I want a 35-point win so that we could smoke cigars <laughs> in the third quarter. That's a, I'm there just saying go. that's what I want. I can say what's going to happen.
0: We'll be back Tuesday, and we'll recap the wild card round.